Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Danielle Jones. Joining me today is Teresa Kramer, Director of Agile Operations for SAP Concur, Lisa Klein, Agile Coach for S4HANA, and Brent Lamott, Senior Agile Coach for, Coach for SAP Concur. Everybody should know you, so don't mind that. I, I will. Thanks for having <laughs> me. I love, I love the fact good. that I'm a guest. This is great. Yes. Welcome, everyone. So we previously did a remix episode of uh, Cultural Locations and Teams, and now we are back for a remix to the remix. So we left off with kind of, you know, talking about the female perspective of culture changings and shiftings and how we add to that or how we may have been maintaining it, tolerating it, and kind of how we move through this global software company type of a world being a female. So it's only right that we get a male perspective that Brent is going to provide for us today. Are you ready for this, Brent? Yes, ma'am. Good. All right. So I'm going to start with you. Let's talk a little bit about what we've learned throughout, uh, I guess, this time that we've been working from home, the pandemic. And now that we've seen so many different things that caused us to shift our culture, maybe we're all working with family members and they're stealing our Wi-Fi and, you know, oh my gosh, I have all this housework to do. I feel very inadequate. Brent, tell me the empathy that you've learned from being at home this during this time. Hopefully you've a, learned some empathy. I, oh, please. I have a ton <laughs> of empathy for my wife. Uh, she's an engineer at Amazon and uh, it's been great, not only for me, but it's been great for our two sons who are both teenagers, learning that mom does more around the house than they ever thought she did. Uh, having conversations about, okay, so the dishes that are left for breakfast, the dishes are left for lunch, the dishes that are left for dinner. I need you people to put away things in the dishwasher. That would be super helpful. Uh, my kids understanding how much of our infrastructure is handled by my wife and she does a good chunk of things and I do a good chunk of things, but her things are much more apparent to like keeping the house in, in working condition. And so it's been great for my kids. I've, I've known it. Uh, I, because, well, I know it, you know, if nothing else, I, I strive to be an ally because I hear the stories from my wife about, you know, stuff that you guys talked about in the last episode, being mansplained, having to balance out the differences with all the workload that you have at home, plus all the work you have and how you have to balance all of that out. Absolutely true. When it comes to Wi-Fi, uh-huh. You know, cause that's been a thing for the last year. So uh, yes, I think that it's, I think it's a challenge for everybody. And if we don't have a greater appreciation for everyone in our lives because of this, we're either not paying attention or we're doing it wrong. Agreed. Yeah, Lisa previously touched in on in the last episode that she had some some members on her team that the men were able to kind of, uh, I guess, be present for some milestones with their family. Can you talk a little bit more about that, Lisa? Yeah, so so one, one German manager told me in an interview that um, he adjusted his work schedule. So he has family time. Uh, in the morning from eight to nine. So this time is blocked in his calendar and there he takes breakfast with his family. So they have a small child. I think she's now around half a year or something um, or a little bit older, I'm not sure. And um, 
there he he can just enjoy time with um, his two girls, so to say. And then he also said he also blocked his lunch break for a longer time. And then they always go on a walk together, all three of them. And these are both things he would never had before the pandemic because he would left the house at seven o'clock to do some sports and then go to work. And then he would come back at 7 p.m. and then the kid would be asleep. So um, for me, I, I don't have kids right now, but um, I think this was very inspiring um, because it was so positive um, and it was not about, oh, I miss the office so much. I never see other people. It was like, I actually enjoy being with my family and having the chance to experience stuff like this. But yeah. I get that it's different than doing stuff like homeschooling or things like that, because that's another level or, mm-hmm. or another topic, so to say. But um, yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed that discussion with him. Good. And, and Teresa, now that we are all maybe like a lunch lady, if we have kids home, um, a homeschool teacher, all of those good things, I know you have had to add that on to your workload as well. Do, do you feel like that is something that was a newfound appreciation uh, within your family, not necessarily just from your kids or your husband, just in general? Like, do you feel like that's still something that we, or I'll let Brent answer this too, that men are kind of still lacking the empathy on? Um, I think that highly depends on how much the men get exposure to um, participating in those activities, right? Like Mm -hmm. I have a whole bunch of people that report to me that um, are men that work from home and their spouse works from home as well. Um, And I think for those individuals, there's been more impact and more appreciation of how flexible you need to be in your um, work schedule and the level of support that is needed, especially if you have little kids at home. Mm -hmm. Fortunate enough, my kids are a little bit older, but um, have several team members that have very young kids at home and they need direct support. Um, For those uh, essential employees who have not been working from home, I would say that there's probably less appreciation, at least in my experience. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly why I asked you that question. So Brent, how do we, how, since you have had this newfound appreciation and maybe Teresa has not had been able to, you know, maybe relay this type of information quite yet to her, her spouse, because he's still working outside of the home. What would be, I guess, a number one tip if you could give someone who has to swap shoes with you, they have to go outside and work, but you get to stay home and you have this, all this new knowledge about what your, your wife has been doing. Give a, give that person one tip since they can't experience it themselves. One tip. Uh, one tip is maybe to be a little more in touch with yourself and notice your surroundings because, uh, I am fortunate to have a relationship where it is very strong. We have what I would view as a true partnership because we have always strived for that and always worked towards that. If you don't have that, well, uh, start with you know, wear someone else's shoes, you know, whether it's mud boots or uh, stilettos, have an understanding as to what someone else is doing in your house. But I think it also translates to having an understanding for what everyone else is going through. Because, you know, as Teresa mentioned, we have members on our team who have really younger kids. 
and we have you know uh, members on our team who have teenagers or who are who are empty nesters at this point and you have to have an understanding for all of that and how they uh how those things impact your time and your day good i think that kind of goes back to my point in the the last episode around really understanding other people's perspectives and setting aside your own biases and getting out of your own comfort zone right it's really trying to understand even if you can't sympathize at least empathizing with the experience that other people are having agreed that does also match the point where said that in germany we we feel like we need to show how much we're working at home because yeah, we have we have some friends that don't work from home. They still have um, to go out, and they're like, "Yeah, now you can chill." <laughs> and if no, no, it's not yeah. about chilling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, you may wear comfy clothes, but besides that, your brain is active the whole day. It's not chilling. We're actually working and. Yeah, I think that that matches the the points pretty well. That it's about getting some empathy and yeah, agree. Well, I think a challenge also is that teams need to leaders within teams need to make sure that their teams are attaining work life balance. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt that SAP and and Concur do a great job of saying, look, if you don't need to be here, don't be here, right? So it's, it's reminding, I think we have to remind ourselves. I think we have to remember our, our teammates. I think we have to re remind our families, you know, mm -hmm. if there's a way for you to get outside with a mask, go outside, go walk the dog, go walk, you know, go do something to get out because being caught up in four walls all the time isn't great and it's not healthy either. Yeah, agreed. I mean, we mentioned it before. You almost feel like you have to work uh, even more. I was online with you guys on the West Coast. At, it was like nine o'clock my time. And all of you were like, what are you doing? Why are you still talking? I was like, oh, I feel like such a loser. But at the same time, like, you know, I feel grossly inadequate some days because I'm like, I, I should be able to get all this stuff done. Like, there's no excuse. But we have to, you know, like you said, do some internal investigation, be like, why? do I feel like I need to do all this? Like take a break that, you know, we're all going through the same thing essentially. So, you know, I just want to make sure, you know, Brent, before we go that we talk just one quick second about the fact that on the last episode, Teresa and I and Lisa, we mentioned kind of feeling like we have to be super women at some point and get all this yeah. stuff done. And there's always kind of a, an imbalance just because of, I don't know, it could be a cultural thing or just, you know, innately. So yep. do you feel the same pressure to kind of perform 100% at everything? Yes. And, and it's a, it's a challenge because I think to everyone's point, I find myself working crazy hours, but what I do do is I make sure that I, I strive for balance and I have, I have a great manager who supports me in all of this because I can say to them, look, uh, you may think I'm working too much. Let's be clear. There's a block of time in the middle of the day where I'm not available because I'm out doing something for me. Mm -hmm. And I make sure that I'm getting my work done and then I'm taking care of myself because if I don't do that, I'm being a horrible coworker, husband, 
father, friend, all of those things. So as long as we're striving to take care of ourselves and taking care of each other, come on, let's go. Let's, you know, we can, we can do this more if we have to. I don't think anybody wants to, but I think we can do it. So I want to build on your point just for a sec, Brent, about the work-life balance and, and taking in time for yourself. I think as leaders in the organization, we need to be modeling that behavior as well. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, if we're working nights and weekends, our people are going to think that's an expectation, right? So taking the time for yourself and being okay with that needs to be something that, that we model for, for our teams. Agreed. Awesome. Well, these have all been all great words to, to reflect on and live by. Brent, thank you so much for giving us your perspective and confirming that you guys still have a lot to learn. Just kidding. So- <laughs> oh, it's all good. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. All right. And that's the end of this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Danielle Jones. I'm Teresa. I'm Lisa. And I'm Brent. Awesome. Until the next iteration, you can give us a five-star rating on your podcast provider. Shoot us an email at info at fasterthanastandup.com or find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than a Standup. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.